Hey, hey, the following is a clip from our latest exclusive Patreon episode. So if you're intrigued and want to hear the entire episode, head on over to www.patreon.com slash dark night of the podcast and become a subscriber. You'll not only get access to this episode, but all of our monthly bonus episodes. So check it out. Hope you enjoy. Troy, I have a feeling we're not in Davenport, Iowa anymore. Why, we must be over the rainbow. However, this rainbow isn't the iconic 1939 musical masterpiece we've all come to know and love. Oh no, this is a far bleaker hellscape that's traumatized children since the mid-1980s and still does today, and is in many ways far more horrifying than any horror movie could ever manage to be. Oh, Troy! <laughs> oh, A&M! and am Oh, how do you like my Judy Garland? I've been working well, on oh, it since the age of seven. <laughs> was that Judy Garland? <laughs> well, it was Judy Garland, but you oh. know, Caruza Balk, I gotta say, this performance, for being a first-time performance from a child, pretty fucking amazing. And not only that, but has a lot of the subtleties of um, of an actor who understood how to study another actor's performance there's a lot of little inflections and little nuances that very much mirror judy garland's vocal delivery from the original film did you notice that um i think she's decent oh, troy oh my yeah God. oh we're getting into one of these combos i don't know troy. Yeah. maybe it's me maybe it's the fact that i grew up with this movie and started watching it at a really young age but I think. Yeah, that could be it. That could yeah. be it. Because one of my big issues with this movie is. Uh, well, we'll, we'll get, to we'll it. get there. We're, we'll get. Th- it's not that I didn't, you know, I don't. I, 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 I like the film, but I do have some issues with it. Uh, and we will definitely discuss and that. And understandable. Uh, I'm considering everything to do with this movie. Well, yeah, I mean, this is. Okay, so yes, welcome. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Welcome to Oz. Yes, welcome to Dark Night of the Podcast presentation, performance of Return to Oz, the 1986, 86, was it 80? I think it was 85. 85. Yeah, that's right, 1985 Mm -hmm. Disney, I want to say masterpiece, but most people would argue me on that because you know what? This movie was one of the biggest bombs Disney had ever had up to the time and beyond. I mean, to this day, this movie was a huge bomb. It was. It was absolutely a huge bomb. It only, it cost, I think the, it ended up costing nearly $30 million and it only, to make, and it only made about $9 million at the box office. Uh, so they took Oof. a huge loss on this film. And there was a lot of gambling that they did with this film, which, which surprised me that they were that loose with putting this out in terms of some of the people they hired to do it and just kind of the direction they went with it. It almost seems like they were kind of self-sabotaging it. I don't know. That's just the, just my reading up on yeah. it that I did. I'm like, wow, you know, I mean, I, I can't believe that they would do make some of these choices with such a iconic beloved. Um, I don't want to say franchise, but you know what I'm saying? Like the predecessor, the wizard of Oz, just to, just to put it out there for everyone listening. I do have to say that, yeah, you know, above all, beyond any horror movie, um, The Wizard of Oz is my favorite movie of all time. By far. I mm-hmm. grew up on it. 
it heavily influenced me as a gay man, especially. I mean, at the age of five, I was definitely wearing some red high heels around my house, proclaiming myself to be Judy Garland as Dorothy Gale. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, it's magical. Um, but that movie really, like, had a huge impact on me. And so... Me, me too. Me too. It's a film that my mom loved, The Wizard of Oz. So I remember, you know, my my memories of The Wizard of Oz are watching it. You know, it came. It, it would come on usually around Thanksgiving every year, and it just became like this yearly event for us because this was in the days before like home video VCRs were prevalent, and so the only time you got to watch a film like this was when it did its when it was on broadcast tv and so the wizard of oz became like a very a, a yearly tradition so I, I i love the wizard of oz i i don't you know much like you i have memories of like as a little boy trying to memorize the words to over the rainbow and if i only had a brain do 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 you know and all the songs and i'd i'd be i'd be skipping down my street you know pretending to be dorothy and the scarecrow i mean so yes <laughs> and neighbors would be like look at that little gay boy just <laughs> oh trust me the neighbors the one thing about this as a fan I, I'm a fan of the movie, but I also grew up a fan of the book series. I first have to just put that out there, because one of the things that really determines my appreciation for this film is, while I definitely think that they made some weird, bold choices in the artistic decisions that were made bringing this to life, um, I highly appreciate that they adopted a lot of elements of the book series by L. Frank Baum, um, to adapt this and to influence the most of the visuals beyond anything. I mean, the story is a direct blend of two of his books. The Marvelous Land of Oz, which is the sequel to The Wizard of Oz, The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, which actually Dorothy is not in. Dorothy is not included in that story. Uh, but they took that plot and they blended it with the book Ozma of Oz, and that's how they came up with the story here. 